The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Mel Robbins. She's a best-selling author, an award-winning CNN commentator and legal analyst, and a serial entrepreneur. But chances are you know her as the creator of The Five Second Rule. Mel's TEDx talk is one of the most popular of all time with more than 6 million views in 37 countries, and it's climbing by the hour. And as if that's not enough, Mel's a contributing editor to Success Magazine, a best-selling author, and she's a married mother of three. We're thrilled to have Mel here today to teach us how to push past doubt, fear, and procrastination to build the business and the life of our dreams. And we also are very happy that she's going to be coming to Kansas City in April, and we'll cover that as well. Good morning, Mel. Hey, Kelly, how are you? I'm doing just fine. As I said, um, you're going to be here on April the 26th at the Central Exchanges Lyceum. It's an annual event that the Central Exchange produces every year. And you're the keynote speaker. You're the breakfast speaker. What are you going to be talking about? Well, I'm going to be talking about something that every single person that's listening to your radio show right now needs to hear, and that is how you beat self-doubt. One of the most amazing things, Kelly, about the moment of time that we live in is the fact that the world is poised to help us achieve whatever we want. What do I mean by that? What do I mean when I say that the world is actually poised to help us achieve what we want? Well, never before uh, have you had all the technology that you need to launch and empower your business. Never before have you had the ability to Google something, and whether it's learning how to create your own e-course or use Google AdWords to reach new customers or whatever it may be. You can take free tutorials. You can, you can learn from some of the best marketing professionals in the world by simply watching their talks online. And so between the technology, the information, the education, and I didn't even mention the networking yes. that you are able to do thanks to the technology that's available in the world that we live in, you really have no excuse to not get what you want in business and in life. Oh, it's all out there. I mean, you're, it's, it's all out there. Yeah. So you have all the information you need. And, and what I talk about is I talk about the massive obstacle. In fact, the only obstacle that every single one of us faces, and that's doubt. And it's feelings of doubt that lead you to hesitate in the moment. And the second that you hesitate, Kelly, what happens, and this is what I'm going to be explaining on April 26th in Kansas City at the breakfast keynote, is I'm going to be explaining how you beat what's become a devastating habit, and that is the habit of hesitating. Hesitating in the smallest moments, moments where it's just silly that you're holding yourself back. You're sitting in a meeting. Maybe you're sitting with one of your best clients, or maybe you're sitting in a client pitch, and you have this impulse to say something. And instead of saying it, instead of trusting your business instincts, you pause. 
And the second that you pause and start to doubt whether or not you should say it or whether or not this is the right time, your mind turns on. You start thinking and then you hold back. It's that initial hesitation. That is the moment that you kill everything. And it is everywhere. It's everywhere from business meetings to your marriage, to your relationship with your family. I guarantee you every single human being that's listening to this conversation right now has a person in their life that they know they need to call or text or reach out to, and they're holding back. They're not doing it. And it's these small holdbacks, Kelly, whether it's in your business life, whether it's sitting in a meeting and not contributing your ideas, whether it's the fact that you know that one of your goals in life is to become healthier and you know exactly what to do. I mean, every single diet in the world works. The reason why people don't lose weight is they don't follow them. <laughs> and, you know, you'll, you'll know, for example, that, that you really want and need and should go to the gym tonight on your way home. And then you know what's going to happen? You're going to be driving tonight. You're going to know what you need to do, which is to make a right-hand turn at this particular stoplight because that takes you to the gym. And suddenly you're going to pause and you're going to think about it and you're going to doubt whether or not that's the right choice to make. And then in that little micro moment, you're going to hold back on your dreams to be healthier. That right there, that tiny little moment and what happens in your mind and how you hold yourself back, understanding that is the key to having everything in your life. Why is it that we do that? Well, it's an excellent question. And the reason why we do it is because we listen to our feelings. Everybody will tell you that you need to dare greatly. You need to take risks. You need to feel uncomfortable. You need to do all these things. But what nobody has really explained in a very succinct way to most people is that action plans are the second step. What comes before action is actually having to deal with your feelings about what you're about to do. And anytime that your feelings are going to go to battle against your thoughts and your thoughts about what you, you know, need to be doing, your feelings are going to win. The second you don't feel like doing something, the second you feel slightly uncomfortable, the second you feel slightly afraid, you ain't doing it. Right. And so unless you start with the beginning, which is your feelings and how you beat those in the moment, you're never going to get anywhere. If you've ever had that feeling, and yes, I'm talking to you as you're listening to this this radio broadcast, whether you're sitting at home or you're driving along in your car or you're out for a walk, if you've ever made a to-do list, but you can't seem to get through it, it's because your feelings are screwing you over. If you've ever uh, had all these big plans for what you want to change, but you've never ever seen to find the motivation, that's because your feelings are screwing you over. Everybody's waiting to feel ready. They're waiting to feel like they want to. They're waiting to feel like now is the right time. And if you stop for just a second, you don't need a degree in psychology. You don't need to know uh, neuroscience. This is very, very common sense stuff I'm talking about. And in fact, every time I deliver a speech on the five second rule, which is this incredible tool that you can use to beat your feelings, to beat self-doubt, and to expand every single area of your life, to really bring the true you, the, the, the greatness in you to the surface, 
Every time I explain the rule and I explain how feelings are screwing you over, every single person in the audience starts nodding uncontrollably. Like, yep, she's absolutely right. Yeah, we're doing it right now. (laughs) Yeah, because think about what it's like if you're a parent or think about what it was like when you were a kid. Did you ever feel like bussing the table or wearing your Sunday best or using your manners or cleaning your room or doing your homework or turning off the TV or calling your grandma? No, you never felt like doing any of that stuff. The reason why you did it is because your parents pushed you. And what nobody has ever explained to you is that when you left home and you became, you were 18 and you went to college or you started your life or you started working, the second that your parents stopped pushing you, now it's going to be your job. But the, the thing that nobody understands is that you're never, ever, ever going to feel like doing the stuff that's hard. You just aren't. Right. That's how we're wired. And nothing's going to change about that. It's never going to be the perfect time and you're never going to be ready. And it's just a matter of, are you going to do it to get those, like you say, those feelings under control so that you push forward. We're talking here this morning with Mel Robbins, who will be in Kansas City at the Central Exchange's annual Lyceum Conference in late April. And we've been talking here about how to put the five-second rule into practice. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Interested in growing your business? Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level, whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature. Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. Check them out at ithinkbigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing businesses. Visit them today at ithinkbigger.com. Great party, huh, guys? Yeah, yeah, it is. So much fun. Uh I do say so myself. Um, Hey, did you know that birthday parties actually help build confidence in kids? Um, Yeah, I did know that. Did you know that giving kids less sugar before bedtime helps them sleep better? Right, of course. Yeah, I knew that. Um, Did you know that strollers have the right of way on sidewalks? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Did you know that friendly kids statistically have more friends? (laughs) Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah? yeah pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Obvious. Hey, guys, did you know that most people think they're using the right car seat for their kid, but they're not? I didn't know that. <clears throat> think I knew that. No, no, you didn't. Parents who really know it all know for sure that their child is in the right car seat at the right age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat to make sure your child is protected. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. March 24th, the day you can nourish your body and your business at the Big Breakfast, a quarterly event spotlighting the entrepreneurs featured on the cover of Thinking Bigger Business magazine. They'll share stories from their own companies and advice that you can put to work in your business. Plus, you'll meet the staff of Thinking Bigger Business Magazine and learn how you can become involved with the only publication in Kansas City that exclusively serves growth-minded small businesses. Find out more information and register at IThinkBigger.com. That's IThinkBigger.com. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media, and we're visiting here with Mel Robbins. In the first half, we were talking about we're hardwired to hesitate, and during those hesitations, they hold us back. Why is it so hard to change? 
One of the things that's really interesting, and this kind of brings us into the science of habits, because the first thing to understand about why it's so hard to change is because we're all so busy thinking about what you need to do, and nobody's told you that first you need to understand that the feelings are going to try to screw you, and you're never going to feel like doing it because it's hard and because change is uncomfortable. And there's, an, there's another element to this that, that's you know, even more interesting, I think, which is the fact that your own mind is wired against doing anything that's new or hard. But so, you know, first things first, you're never going to feel like it. That's rule number one. Rule number two, uh, hesitating and holding yourself back has actually become your most predominant and strongest habit. And the reason why it's become a habit is because throughout your day, the second that you are confronted with something that you don't feel like doing or something that you feel uncertain about or, or any situation like calling, making a cold call, or having an uncomfortable conversation where you might get judged, in every one of those situations, you've actually trained yourself to react to it by hesitating. And that hesitation leads you to not doing it. And so every one of us has what I call the habit of hesitating. And it is running rampant. It's everywhere. And it's so subtle. And the second that you, start, that you notice that you do it, like, oh, my God, there I go again. Mm-hmm. I said I would go to the gym, and now I find myself hesitating. Oh, my gosh, there it is again. I said I wouldn't drink tonight, and here I am pouring a glass of wine. Oh, my gosh, there it is again. I said I would be patient with my kids, and now I'm snapping at them like a freaking snapping turtle. There it is again. Like, what, what is, why am I hesitating? You're hesitating because it has become the default thing that you do. You don't even realize it. It's sort of like blinking. What we want to do is we, we want to interrupt the hesitation. We want to interrupt this automatic pattern where instead of pushing yourself the way that your parents used to push you so that you could be your best self, you become the force that pushes yourself in those small moments. And all it takes is five seconds. Like this is the beauty of this five second rule. And, and, you know, before I tell you what the rule is, Kelly, let me tell you how I created it. A lot of people hear the five second rule. And I certainly grew up with the version of the five second rule that if you drop a piece of food on the floor, <laughs> you got five seconds to pick it up before it's contaminated and you can still eat it. And we got two seconds, but yeah, five seconds. <laughs> well, I think that, the, the, you know, the five second rule, the two second rule, it's all the same principle. Mm-hmm. Well, this is kind of the same. Whenever you have an impulse, to do something that could expand your life, whether it's something in business or it's simply uh, something simple like being, being kinder to your spouse, not using that tone of voice that we all know that we have when we've been with somebody for a very long time. Um, whenever you have that impulse that is going to expand your life that's tied to a goal, you got five seconds to move. That's it. Because if you don't physically move within five seconds toward the thing that's going to expand your life or your work, your brain is going to kill it. It's going to kill the moment. And so the way that this works is if you're sitting in a meeting, and this is particularly important for women, and I'm going to talk a lot about this at the conference in Kansas City on April 26th. I'm giving the breakfast keynote. And since it's, you know, the majority of the, of the folks there are, are women and they're there to learn, to connect, and to get the tools necessary to live the life and, and have the career of their dreams, I'm going to talk a lot about all of the things that women tend to do that sabotage ourselves. So here's an excellent example. 
There was a study that was done, and I believe it was done in partnership with Deloitte. And Deloitte did this big study, and here's the deal. It was a very depressing study that Deloitte did about women and ways in which our own behavior is different from men and how that's impacting us in the workplace. And there was one example in particular that's incredibly striking, and that is when men are presented with an opportunity or project that they only feel that they don't feel that qualified for, that they're not sure that they are the right fit. Men, as long as they feel about 60% qualified, throw their hat in the ring, raise their hand, volunteer. So they're willing to be uncomfortable. They're willing to push themselves. They're willing to say yes when something is presented that's outside of their comfort zone, outside of their area of expertise, outside of maybe the level that they are inside of the organization. Women, on the other hand, had to be 100% sure that they were capable and up to the task before they would volunteer. I've heard that before myself, and I I don't know the source either, but I I have heard that. It's amazing. I believe that it was a study that was done by Deloitte in um, collaboration with this amazing organization called Catalyst. They do a Mm -hmm. tremendous amount of work together. Catalyst also does stuff with Mm -hmm. LeanIn.org, which is Sheryl Sheryl Sandberg's big uh, initiative for women. But one of the ways that the five-second rule can fundamentally change a woman's life is if she is at work and she has a goal to want to advance and there is a project or a problem or an opportunity that is above or somehow outside of your core expertise, that the second that you hear about it and you have that impulse like, huh, maybe I should... Within five seconds, you actually start writing the email. Within five seconds, you raise your hand in the meeting and say, I want in. Within five seconds, you tell your boss, oh my gosh, nominate me for that. I'll do it. Because if you don't move within five seconds, what you're going to do is you're going to hesitate. And the second you hesitate, you're going to start thinking. And the second you start thinking, you're going to talk yourself out of it. And then you're going to deliberately hold yourself back. And now notice, this all transpired, Kelly, in a moment. Right. You hear about something, you have an instinct that you should go for it, and within a second, you hesitate. By the way, it sounds like it could lead to really impulsive behavior. Actually, it's, it's actually quite the opposite. How's this that? This isn't a rule where you walk up to a bar and go, shots for everybody, five-second rule. <laughs> um, you know, this is a rule where, for example, if you don't want to drink a lot, and you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to go to the party tonight, and I'm only going to have two glasses of wine. The second that you feel yourself feeling like you want to have another glass of wine, within five seconds, you turn around and you walk away from it. Yeah, and so, you know, let's let's take this to business again. When you're in a meeting, and yeah. and I know exactly what you mean. You're sitting around the table, and you've got this great idea, but you don't 
say it within the five seconds. Not only are you holding yourself back as you've gone through, but you give somebody else the opportunity to present that idea then or to ask that maybe brilliant question and the opportunity passed you by. So that's happened to me before. You know, you sit there and you think, oh, it's it's not quite a polite time yet to interrupt. And so you let the moment go by, but then you've got the person sitting next to you who just bowls right on in <laughs> and, and makes a statement and everybody's clapping and the thing they say, like it's the most intelligent thing they've ever heard. And you think, that's what I was thinking. Well, you know, what's interesting is that, yes, and I think everybody listening can relate to that. And there's even bigger things going on. Because the second the person says it, instead of actually chiming in and saying, you know what, it is a great idea. I was just thinking the exact same thing, and here's how we could build on it. Mm. So you take it back. So, well, not even taking it back, because as far as I'm concerned, you know, there's really – the only people you're competing with is yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're fighting to look good. It's you're fighting yourself to actually show up at all. And in – First of all, not saying it, you lose that opportunity in then going down the road of hesitating because a second time, because the person now said it, now you're kind of angry both with yourself and with this person. And so instead of using the five second rule to actually say something and chime in and be visible in the meeting, you're now hesitating, holding back and going down the rabbit hole of being pissed off and competitive. On top of that, you got to keep in mind that meetings are extremely visible places. And so a lot of, not only is it about sharing your ideas, it's about being very proactive and managing how you're seen when you're in front of senior leaders. And so if you're somebody that sits in a meeting and you hold back and you hold back and you hold back, you're never, ever going to get to the level you want to get to. Because in very visible settings, you're not pushing yourself to take risks. You're not pushing yourself to get outside your comfort zone. You're not pushing yourself to be visible. You're acting like a helper, not a contender. And and you use the five-second rule in very critical moments, like meetings, where everybody's watching, to force yourself to behave in ways that are consistent with the kind of reputation that you want professionally. So that includes not only speaking up, but it also includes building on other people's ideas. It includes acknowledging other people publicly, and it includes being very strategic about the way that you speak. Women in particular often get feedback at annual reviews about how they're, quote, not strategic enough. As ridiculous as it sounds, using the word strategy consciously in public settings will up your executive presence, and your reputation. You can use the five-second rule to help you do that. If you have a commitment to be viewed as more strategic inside your organization, walk into meetings, do not take notes. The second that you feel like you want to pick up your pen and start transcribing, use the five-second rule to actually put the pen down, and then listen for opportunities to contribute using the word strategic or strategy. That is a proven method to actually raise your profile inside your company. And you're going to be sitting there panicking and freaking out if you don't normally talk. And you're going to hold yourself back unless you use the five second rule to force yourself, to push yourself, to act 
when you don't feel like it. But those are like three or four examples about how you can utilize a meeting. Do not take notes. Be very aware that it's a visual place and, and that everybody's watching. Be aware that using words like strategic and, and strategy, as ridiculous as it sounds, actually changes the way that people listen to your ideas. Huge game changers. In fact, another piece to, to, to point out, Kelly, is that everybody's talking about disruption and innovation and fast sales. Well, tell you what, there is no innovation inside any company if employees are not talking and they're not sharing their ideas. If you run a company and you want your employees to help you innovate and to bring forth their best ideas, you do it by pushing people to talk and creating an environment where people feel comfortable doing so. And the best way to do that as a leader is to actually go around the room and ask everybody for their ideas. So you draw people out, people that may be quiet. Leader, yeah. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to be talking about all of this at the Central Exchanges Lyceum on April the 26th in Kansas City. You're the breakfast keynote speaker. Uh, You can go out to the Central Exchanges website. You can Google that and get signed up. It's a great event. It's an all-day event. You'll get to meet lots of people, hear great speakers like Mel Robbins. Uh, Mel, as we get ready to close here, any last thoughts that you have that you want to share? Obviously, we want people to come out and see you and get a much uh, bigger view of what you're talking about today, but anything you want to leave people with that may not be able to come out and see you? Well, you know, here's the deal. If you're thinking about coming... Use the five-second rule. <laughs> there you go. Literally, <laughs> right? I'm not. This, this, I know. This, this, there will be people at the meeting that can change your life. There may be a. You know, I guarantee you, if you're in the Kansas City area or driving distance, there will be people sitting in this room because there will be a thousand people there. There'll be people sitting in this room that have the contacts that you need to expand your business. They may know the next business deal. They may know the next person that hires you. I'm not the only incredible speaker. You've got a Pulitzer Prize winning New York Times reporter who's going to be also talking about the power of habits. You've got the first female referee that's going to be talking about her experience and and going for it in life. You're going to meet the founder, former chief operating officer of HGTV. And it's going to be an absolutely incredible day. And if you have bigger goals that you want to achieve, in your life and in your business, you must force yourself to go to these kinds of events. The reason why is because you're going to feel empowered. You're going to learn critical things that will change your habits and change the way that you behave. And you're going to meet other awesome people that have contacts and resources and the ability to help you achieve what you want. So sitting at home, not an option. For those of you that are nowhere near, consider flying in. I'm not kidding. It's a great lineup. The people that get what they want out of life are the people that actually are willing to push themselves to do the things that they don't feel like doing so that they can have everything they've ever wanted. And Mel, if somebody would like to get in touch with you, follow you on Twitter, how would they do that? How would they hook up with you? Well, the best thing is just Google me, Mel Robbins. Or you can go to my website, which is melrobbins.com. It's very simple. My TED Talk will come up, all my Twitter, my Instagram, my YouTube, my so everything. Everything will be there. But honestly, the fastest way to do it, just put Mel Robbins into your browser, Google it, 
find my website. We've got a newsletter you can sign up for. We've got video advice on YouTube. I mean, we've got so much content on that website to help people find their greatness. And it's all for free. Okay. Mel Robbins with two Bs. Thank you so much for being here today. I am looking forward to meeting you on April 26th personally. And uh, thank you again for sharing today. Can't wait to hear your entire talk. Awesome. We'll see you there. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit us on Facebook at Thinking Bigger Business Media, on our website at ithinkbigger.com or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.